Hello friends, I'm Jen, one half of the No One Is Listening podcast team. I'm here with my other half host host (laughs) podcast partner, it's Steve. Hello friends. No, you're not my other half. Like, how do I describe you? And I just turned you into like some sort of like animal monster. No, have 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 host podcast partner. Love it. I'm bad at this. I've always been like, I'll do the intro, but I mucked it up. Anyways, in this episode, we are going to discuss um, some things that have been pervading our news cycles and. the um just the cultural landscape recently and it's the times up um and me too movement and um just kind of how hollywood is dealing with it just and how it's sort of um trickling down into into just everything that we know yeah 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 um, that was pretty bad. Sorry, Steve. I no, that's it, that's exactly. I feel like that's exactly how I would have said it, to be honest. Um, but I think I'm a little bit nervous about this one, just because like yeah. it's just so much and so complex and so still ongoing yeah. that I think Steve and I also struggled a little bit about how we are. I would say a lot of frame all of this, and we're not gonna do a good job because I think it, it's impossible to to do a good job, and I'm in particular. Um, feel very inarticulate when it comes to this stuff because I feel so passionately about, like, one-sided about yeah. something. And, like, it's just hard for me to, like, be like, and here in a neat four-bullet-point passage is, like, why this is important, this matters. Exactly. But we will try our best. Um, but maybe I, I think we can start, like, with maybe describing what the time's up, um, what time's up it is. Yeah, because I think, I think, you know... I, I wonder if people just, like, unfairly attribute it to, like, just Oprah's Golden Globe speech when she's like, time's up. And people are like, oh, is that just, like, a new hashtag yeah, or whatever? Not. I think I think people know, hopefully. But if anything, maybe by the end of this podcast, maybe I, we will have more people actually doing something more than just being like, I think I know what that yeah. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I guess I can I can kind of start, but, like, you know, I think in 2017, that was like a year of a lot of realizations and reckoning and a yeah. lot of things coming up to the surface and bubbling up and kind of just opening the door for a lot of, a lot of these conversations yeah. and a lot of more importantly, like actions. Mm-hmm. And so then 2018, really like in the last three weeks, um, cause I think Time's Up was announced, like, in the beginning of January. So, really, it's setting 2018 up to be, like, a year of actual change. Like, what do we do with all this stuff that we're grappling with? And so, the goal of Time's Up is is really to fight sexual harassment in Hollywood and beyond. And I think and beyond is the real important aspect here. Agreed. So, the group itself I think it's a group of more than 300 women in Hollywood who've banded together um and they include like celebrities like actresses but like tv showrunners and obviously like people like Oprah Winfrey but they um they we've set up a group um and it's I think the full title is the Times Up um 
legal defense fund? I, be- I believe so, because it, it, it's essentially... I, had, I have so many tabs open right now. Um, yes, it's the Times of Legal Defense Fund. So what what it's set up to do is subsidize legal support for um, for individuals, men and women, I guess, who have experienced sexual harassment or rela- related retaliation in the workplace. Um, if you go to timesupnow.com, there's a lot of like different facts that you can read about just how... like how this affects so many people in so many different sectors. And, um, you know, for me, I think hearing about all of this stuff that's happening in Hollywood is so interesting to me because, like, I'm into watching movies. I'm into, like, watching these celebrities. I'm into all of this stuff. But you don't realize, you know, especially as a woman, like, we face sexual harassment, like, all all the time. you know, hence the hashtag Me Too, and that goes beyond these pretty people with the yeah. talking about it. It, you know, nearly half of working women in the U.S. have say that they've experienced some sort of harassment. That's crazy. Place. That is bananas, and so, and you know, I think especially in low wage service jobs, like people. It's not even about bravery, because I think the other thing is, like, when people share stories, almost immediately it's like, oh, you're so brave is attached to it. Like, you're so brave for speaking up. You're so brave. But there are so many people who want to speak up, but literally feel like they can't, because then they'll, like, be fired, or they'll... um, Whatever situation that they're in at work is going to get so much worse. And so this is... this defense fund is to provide support to kind of it's supposed to address this systemic inequality and injustice in the workplace and um like that keeps underrepresented groups from you know from being able to do so um the you know i don't think it's too late to donate i think they're still taking donations and so i would imagine so yeah donations are being used to um you know to go to to this fund so that resources can be provided for uh, yeah. anyone who chooses to uh, speak up. So it's a movement, it's a group, but it's really an actionable, you know, an actionable, uh, I guess, uh, like contribution and change. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you feel helpless and you feel like, what can I do? I think even donating money can go a long way. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, Time's Up is great because it's something very tangible. And, and don't get me wrong, like, thoughts and support, that is all necessary, you know? But, but what Time's Up does is it goes that extra mile. At least from everything we've gathered so far, you know, I mean, time, I guess time will tell how, like, effective it yeah. is. But uh, for all intents, for, for what we know about it, like, for now... It's a great idea. Yeah. You know, it's it's providing help for people um, who are unable to help themselves, you know, except besides, like, the fact, like, they can speak out. But I think you you made, like, a really good point earlier, which is that, like, you know, people in, like, low service – or um, how did you describe what kind of What kind of jobs? It was – Low-wage. Low-wage service jobs. It's, like, they don't have an Instagram page where they have fans right. that are, like – 
that can like show outrage on behalf of the person, you know, yeah. like with celebrities, I think, um, and I'm sure it's like super tough being a celebrity or whatever, but the nice thing is like, if you're like, yo, this like messed up thing happened to me, you could have people like all at your side, but yeah. no, no one's being like, oh, you know, hey, you can't treat like Anna the waitress like that. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they, but they then don't you have, also like, made a good point, like offline when we were talking about it, it's not just like the low wage people, but people in like sectors that are predominantly male, male dominated. Right. Um, like if you're, if you're a female working in tech, mm-hmm. you, cause it's not, it's not low wage jobs either. Right? It could yeah. be high wage jobs, yeah. you know, where if you're, if you're a lawyer or if you're in tech or if you're in finance, you know, and it's like, on the outside, people may be like, oh, she is, you know, highly successful. Mm-hmm. Um, what does she have to complain about? Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what sector, whether low wage or, like, high wage or high salary. Like, you know, if you're female, it, that 50%, at least 50% of women who've, like, experienced this, I highly doubt that that number changes. Yeah. Like, depending on what sector right. you work in. It's probably at least 50% just across the board. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so, you know, it's kind of like like Jen said, with with this podcast, we're going to try to articulate as much as we can and talk about this in a way that, like, historically holds up. But, I mean, it, it, it's tough because this is something that we're in the middle of. And a lot of times, like, you can't see the forest from the trees. And so we're just... The point of this is for you guys and for us to dissect this together, you know, and just continue the dialogue because we're not going to have any answers here. You know, this this podcast isn't going to solve any problems, but we kind of thought, you know, that's not a reason not to talk about yeah. it. You know, just continue the, the conversation. Hopefully it gets your brains turning. It certainly got our brains turning. So uh, I think that's a great uh, summary of what time's up is there's a few things in there that I didn't even actually know. I knew it was like a legal defense, but I didn't know some of the other stuff that you'd mentioned. And I think um, Time's Up is really a response to like 2017, right? And the whole Me Too hashtag and 2017 being a year of reckoning, you know, starting with Harvey Weinstein. And then it really just like snowballed. I mean, Jeffrey Tambor, you know, um, trying to think who was Russell Simmons, Mm -hmm. Kevin Spacey, and that's just to name a few. There were... There are quite a few more, you know, um, besides that. And so I think for us, we kind of saw it come to a head at the Golden Globes, which is really surprising because the Golden Globes traditionally is like the party award show. Yes, but it's right? also, I think, I think the timing of it was like, in, like the timing of it, it's, it's the first like, real televised award show of the oh, season. Oh, that's true. That's true. And, um, it came, it came, like, two weeks after the Time's Up initiative was announced. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of, I think, all of those things, um, snowballed into this, this coalition of, um, basically everybody who decided we're going to be in solidarity, we're going to dress in all black, we're going to have our Time's Up pins, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about this stuff instead of on the red carpet discussing who mm. what we're wearing or, you know, things that are more superficial. Right. And 
I don't know. What did you think? Like, did you feel like it was successful? Did you feel... I mean, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, we don't really need to... Because it is done by, like, the Hollywood Foreign Press, like, who really cares who the winners are? And I think you've mentioned this before where you were saying how, like, it doesn't really affect the Oscars. Right? No. So, like, there, there are other award the shows. The voting body for the award shows is completely yeah. different. So. Yeah. So, for us, I think the fallout from the Golden Globes is more cultural, right? Yeah. And I think for me, it did it, I mean, yes and no. I, I at the, at, in the moment, because I was on Twitter at the same time, mm-hmm. I was like when Oprah said her speech, I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, yeah, should Oprah run? And but in the back of my mind, I was, I was like, "Wait, that seems like a stupid idea, right?" Um, I actually have a friend who the day after, because he knows we do this podcast, mm-hmm. he was like, "What did you think?" I was like, "Oh, you know," I was like, "I think it was like all right." Um, Oprah's like speech was was great though, and he made a really good point. He was like, "You know, I definitely." He's like, "I agree with everything she said." Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, "The only problem I have is he was like." It did seem a little bit like, oh, let's like pat ourselves on the back. We did it, guys. Like, yeah, high five. You know, we solved it. And it's like... Wait, her speech? Not her speech per se, but more like the narrative around the speech and how everyone was like rallying around it, acting like, oh, that was the... That was it. That was like the the, the bow on top of it that like, oh, we did it, guys. I think her speech is very much unassailable, to be honest. But the the people who were like rallying around it, it's like, oh, but where were you? If because you mm-hmm. you clearly knew some of this stuff was going on. Mm-hmm. It's not really fair that you get to like rally around Oprah's speech mm-hmm. if you didn't speak up about it before. Because it's not like this is news to you. You know what I mean? Like Seth MacFarlane makes like a joke at a, you know, award show, and this well, has kind of been like yeah. a hidden secret, right. or an open secret, you know, for this time, yeah. you know? Um, I think that, again, before the whole Weinstein thing blew open, it was an open secret, but I think everybody had trouble being feeling like they could be open about it and bring it to light. And so when I think about that, and I do think like the women, the actresses who spoke up in that very first article that kind of broke that camel's back were so brave because they... I think he was thinking more about the, the guys. But yes. Um, but I also felt like her speech galvanized that room in a way that took it beyond wearing black and mm, mm-hmm. even the red carpet like you know majority of 50% of the people who were there were male and I don't think any of them really spoke up about that was the jarring part the they remained silent you know even in their speeches their, right their speeches their it was just there was silence and I don't know if it was more, more of a conscious decision on people's part to not to let women speak for themselves and like you know not be like a mansplainer or like be like you know I don't don't want to that's a good point you know Matt Damon themselves in this corner and yes he's become a verb because I hate him um okay I I didn't but I could be wrong I could totally be wrong but I think her speech so then I feel like her speech kind of just 
like really articulated into words like what they were all fighting for and it was this like balance of like we've come this far and we've come this far and like we're acknowledging all this stuff but like but time is up and we need to do something and we are doing something and we are continuing to do something until nobody has the same need to anymore like so I don't know I I'm honestly to be honest like I'm actually not the biggest fan of Oprah like really I I just did not like her like I did not like her show like I like I'm just like okay like I'm not like oh okay fair 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 about Oprah like they are just like oh my gosh she's like the best and I'm like she's okay like I admire and respect her but the speech I was like you know what if you're my next president, well, it's, A, it's got to be better than the thing that we have right now, but, um, like, I, I get it. You have the power to bring people together. Yeah. And you have the power to unite people who would have nothing in common. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it was just, like, don't ride her coattails. You okay. know, and don't ride the coattails, like, of that phenomenal speech. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, again... She, she and her speech are unassailable. It was more like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with that. And I'm like, but are you? You know what I mean? Because, and that leads me to my, to my next thing about the Golden Globes, which is, like, what I love is when Natalie Portman mm-hmm. was like, here are the all-male mm-hmm. nominees. Mm-hmm. And you could imagine if, or I can imagine if I'm one of those nominees or if I'm, like, a male in that room who yeah. considers himself an ally, being like, Yo, like, why are you, why are you throwing shots? At, like, it's not my fault. Like, I'm not, I'm not participating in this. Like, I'm, I'm an ally. Like, why are yeah. you throwing shade at me? And what, what I loved about it is like, if you do really consider yourself an ally, it's not about getting, like, getting women what men have in terms of like, oh. Let's make sure they make as much as we do. Let's make sure it's it. There is there's going to be sacrifice involved. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about let's make sure we're all privileged. Yeah, it's I don't know if that works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, because like for a lot of these companies, like financially, they have a budget. They've just devoted more of that budget to men than women. So it's not doubling the budget. It cause that because that might be financially irresponsible. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, you know, we just have to make the the finite amount of resources we have yeah. now being 50-50 as opposed to whatever 70-30, whatever, I don't, I don't hold me on that, but whatever it is, making that closer to 50-50. Mm-hmm. And that is going to require sacrifice from allies. And so what she said, while it may seem harsh to people who feel like they don't deserve that attack, or that attack yeah. uh, that's what will be required you know, for this to succeed, you yeah. know, from, from allies, yeah. people who consider themselves allies, right. you know? So if you're one of those male directors, you know, you might have to give up. That might mean, like, that's less movies for you to do because we need more female directors in the industry. And that's not, I'm not just talking about Hollywood, I'm talking about in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a finite amount of jobs, so that means, you know, we need to empower and enable women to take some of those jobs, and that might come at the expense of men, you know what I mean, and so this is going to require a lot of work, sacrifice from all people involved. I mean, you know, movements don't work unless everyone's willing to make sacrifices. Yeah, allies included. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, and so why don't we talk about how 
some of the the some of the guys who had the pin. Yeah. Right. Maybe shouldn't have had the pin on. Maybe. Um. The the biggest one is um. Did he win at the Golden Globes? He went for per, leading performer in a comedy musical, right? James Franco, mm-hmm. um, who won at the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Uh, while he he's winning, there are some uh, actresses and other people who worked with him who go on Twitter and put this dude on blast for um, his uh, misconduct and behavior on projects they worked with him on. Yeah. Uh, the most... And th- she deleted it, but I think you still find it. Ali Sheedy mentioned how, like, he's the reason she left uh, the business. And I don't think, as of yet, she's gone into specifics. But there are... There, I think we're up to, like, five accounts of women who've alleged that he's uh, had sexual misconduct behavior issues. Yes. Like, on projects. And I think that's... That's tough because, um, you know, normally at this time, what he's been doing is, you know, what normally would be just like a press run where he's going on late night shows and, you know, talking about his movie and it's leading up to, you know, Oscar season and stuff. And he is like in the mix for a nomination and stuff. And, um, you know, he's had to like talk. I, I think both Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers have had to like, talk to him about, about it, and his response is, I mean, it gets really dicey here, yeah. right? But, like, some of the stuff that he's um, allegedly, like, accused of, it's, like, it, it's, like, a real douchebag. So, I don't know if he's apologized, apologized since. He hasn't, like, yeah, to your point, no, it's, like, but it's one of those, like, I'm sorry if you... I'm sorry if you feel that Exactly. Way. Yeah, no, I mean, he basically... You know, it was like, the things that I heard that were on Twitter are not accurate, but I completely support people coming out and being able to have a voice because they didn't have a voice for so long. I don't want to shut them down in any way. It's a good thing, and I support it. So, what? Like, so you're not acknowledging this stuff, right? Because you're just, well, you do. By kind of. It's not accurate. And so you are automatically, like, you know, quote unquote not believing these women and then you're saying but I support but, but like you should go and say whatever you want like you should now you have a voice so do it I support that and so like it's not really an apology at all it's 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 not, like a non-denial denial yeah um yesterday was the women's march as of this recording um and like Scarlett Johansson I think it was at the Los Angeles one and she made a speech and she basically like called him out oh really and she um she was like I don't understand like how some of the guys who are at the Golden Globes wearing the Times Up pins mm-hmm. can you know can sit there supporting a movement that's so set up to you know topple people like you and and then she was like I want my pin back um but he's also kind of had a weird, like, his reputation is not clean. It's not great. Right? Like, yeah. in 2014, like, he... The thing with like the 30, underage girl, yeah, he was right? Like 35, and he tried to arrange, like, a hookup with, like, a 17-year-old on, like, Instagram. Yeah. Um, you know, he was just like, oh, I... Like, social media is tricky, and I didn't really realize. Like, I'm new to this. And, like, 
Again, oh, you just didn't realize people use screenshots? Not an apology either. Yeah. Um, and then he also was like, 17 is legal in New York. Like, that's disgusting. Like, <laughs> like you, because the girl was 17 at the time. Um, I don't know. I. I mean. It's, but then his quasi apology slash denial is like pretty, like par for the course when it comes to like all the apologies, yeah. apologies that we've seen right um I mean, especially from a lot of the people who they are like listen like i just interpreted it differently mm-hmm. you know what I mean? and there's still people who are like nah like i didn't i didn't do anything wrong yeah. you know what i mean yeah. um and i think it's it gets dicier as like the people who are being alleged of misconduct are like, everything seems super great right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think with James Franco specifically, you could see him being... It, doesn't, it wouldn't take a lot of imagination to, like, see him doing the things that he's being alleged of. Ah, not, like, the really bad stuff, but, like, oh, you know, like, he, like, said this, or, you know, he, like, jokes about that. Because, like, you watch the movies, and, like, that seems to be, like, the the type of humor that, like, kind of comes out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the next one is where it gets, like... The next one, I think, is a little bit more complicated. It's actually a lot more complicated. I, I, I feel like it is, too. And yeah. it's been, like, several... It's been a week, I think, and people are still, like, going back and forth on it. But what doesn't help is also uh, the article itself. So maybe we can the one on, on Babe? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we're talking about is is Aziz Ansari, who is, like, one of my favorites. I love Master of None. I love yeah. his character on... Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. His, his comedy shows his are comedy hilarious. hilarious. I talked about his SNL, like, monologue. Oh, yeah, yeah, episode. yeah. Episode. Um, but basically, last week, the website babe.net, which I've never heard before. I've never heard of this before. Um, published this like really lengthy account from like an anonymous twenty three year old woman who went on a date with Aziz Ansari like a couple months ago and referred to it as like the worst experience with a man that she's ever had. Um, and then and is now saying that like, she's come to, like, understand that her experience is, like, is sexual assault. And that's where, like, a lot of people are, like, hold on. So, I think you can read the full-length um, article on babe.net. But um, but this report is really, like, from a journalistic point of view, it's actually really different from any of the others that have come right. out. So I think they rushed to print it because oh. the timing of him winning the Golden Globe, like, I think it was, like, the day before, um, coupled with um, just, like, they didn't... they Not that they didn't fact-check, but, like, with things like this, I think you do this, like due diligence and interview other people to see if there's an established pattern, right? Right. This was none of that. Yeah. They went with one account. Yes, yeah, yeah. And and I think they gave his camp, like, six hours to respond when really you're supposed to give 
people 24 hours to at least respond to a story and then went ahead and like published it because like, I don't think they heard back from him in, within the six hours um, but basically it's I mean it's super graphic and makes it made me really uncomfortable to read because I'm just like I don't really want to like imagine you doing any of this but she was like super excited to go out to dinner with him because she's like a fan and then like she became like super uncomfortable super fast um, with his aggressive advances once they came back to his apartment. And I know a lot of, like, I personally have not had dates like this, but, like, I know, I, I know people who have, who can describe to me dates they've had, like, that are, like, similar, right? Like, there's miscommunication, one person's more aggressive than the other. The reason why it gets kind of murky is, um, it's, it it gets like wrapped up into this me too movement except a lot of people don't really necessarily feel like this is sexual harassment because right. he didn't rape a rape her which me too is not just about rape it's, right, right. it's about a lot of different things but you know she basically has said like um you you're not reading my non-verbal cues. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people are like, you need to be more aggressive and more verbal if you're feeling uncomfortable. Like, he's not a mind reader, and that's unfair to put on him. So it's a lot of different things that complicate this story, and I think it also kind of throws a little... Inevitably, when something happens you get a backlash. And yeah. the Me Too movement is, like, facing a backlash. Like, people have been calling it a witch hunt. Liam Neeson called it a witch hunt. Oh, and I really? Like, Liam, just stick to making, like, action movies. Like, don't speak about things like that. Um, but I think it just... It's it's a flash... It's a point in which, like, there's lots of conflicting opinions and it's a complex, like... It's just... I think also, I'm not being very articulate, but also the reactions to the report itself and all of the journalistic failings in the report. Not that BabeNet is like, Babe.net is like, <laughs> yeah. you know, a New York Times. Right, right, right. But it adds to the, it adds layers to the story. It that does. It's just like not a, he's a bad guy, like what happened to her was it's, terrible. It's a lot of gray. It's a lot of gray. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I, you know... It's it's tough because anyone who feels that way, the way this this female does, like they should a hundred percent speak out. There's no reason not to speak out. And I so I don't really blame her or fault her really. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. you know, even when people are like, oh, you should be more vocal, more assertive and stuff. I mean, yeah, she should have, but like also. Like, that's tough, too, because she's, like, a regular person. He's, like, a celebrity. And mm -hmm. in that position, you kind of have... It's, like, fight or flight. You yeah. know, I, I don't know if I would blame someone on their, you know, their reflex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially, like, in a situation that's, like, really great. It's not, like, a reflex where it's, like, oh, you're going to kill them or not. You know, or it's, like, um, you know, are you going to, like, a default to, like, uh, like, a racist stereotype... Or not, you know, yeah. like those things are very much like black and white, you know, yeah. but this is more like, oh, she 
was like uncomfortable and was like trying to communicate it but not yeah you know verbalize it you know it, it's it's really murky I think it's super bizarre to have gone to babe.net though that's that's where I'm like man like why not like because like New York Times have been has been doing such a good job but lately. you know what if if okay first of all I think um, it was said that they seeked her out really? versus the other way around interesting and there's no way that this story would have ended on New York Times because of all the things that I mentioned. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we would we could have avoided this yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm firmly in the camp. Like, it doesn't like Samantha B actually said this recently. She devoted like a part of her like my, um, this week's show on uh-huh. it. It doesn't have to be rape to ruin your life. And when this woman that's is true. saying that she, this was the worst night of her life and this is the worst week that she's been on. You believe her. I believe her. And I 100% like feel empathy or like feel bad that she had to go through this. Such a shitty time with this guy that like she thought was going to be somebody like, you know, that she was going to have fun with or whatever, like either their, uh, um, you know, intentions were. But, but any kind of you know, like, any kind of coercion or sexual harassment is unacceptable, and I do think we should be talking about it. But I just... Oh, it's so hard, because, like, I... am a, I want to say I'm a huge fan of it, because, like, I'm a huge fan of Louis C.K., but I, like... You know what? You know what it is, though? I, I, I think... I, I catch what you're... I catch your drift, because it's also, like... It's not like they're all of a sudden... 12 women that are like, he did the same. You Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Maybe he's gone on a bunch of dates with a bunch of women who are going to be like, oh, actually, this happened to me too, and he's done this to me too. But so far in the seven days that it's been, like, she's kind of been the only one. Yeah. And I don't know if, like, this whole, like, backlash against this article and this reporter and this person is like preventing people from coming out and being like no actually like that happened to me with him too um but it's tough because like is this a character issue or is this like a really bad read by him that happened once and like his intentions were not like great but like his intentions were not terrible like he he didn't have bad intentions and he legitimately apologized to her because she apparently texted him... I saw the screenshots. After yeah, yeah, yeah. the... And he apologized to her then. And yeah. then he also issued an apology. And it's very much like... I read the room wrong. I read the yeah. audience wrong. I read her wrong. Like, I th- thought that what we were doing was consensual. And... I don't know. I guess the other thing is, like, it's disappointing. Because so much of his, like stand up and you know he wrote a book about good dating and good sex like called modern romance for crying out loud like all like his character is based on being this like feminist this stand-up guy and so it's disappointing to to see somebody who you think is a certain way and like not live up to those standards um but again is that, I don't know, Is does that make him this, like, oh, terrible person? You know, legally, this would not be considered any type of 
harassment or coercion or rape, right? Like, the way you, like, read this, like, but, but nothing's ever that clear. Exactly. I I think this is a lot of gray, and I think, you know, the silver lining for me is that, like... It just sounds like he's aggressive, he was aggressive and selfish. Yeah. That night. Yeah. That's that's 100% what it seems like, and I think, if anything, this is a good kind of, like, way of call... Because it's like, hey, you don't have... It's, it goes back to what we talked about with, like, Natalie Portman. You know, it's like, listen, it's not bad guys and good guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not, like, monsters and heroes. There's, it's, there's, there's an end of the spectrum where you have a monster, and there's another end of the spectrum where you have a hero. Most of us lie in the middle. Yeah. And it's the only difference is, like, like how we conduct ourselves. Not every time. It just takes one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he, for whatever reason, maybe was, like, particularly aggressive that night. And that's, like, all it takes to, like... Because it just... If you ruin one person... If you do that to one person, like, that's already one too many times. Yeah. You know? And so I do go back and forth where, like, on a macro level, I'm, I don't I don't think he's a monster. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially yeah. with the way he's responded. Yeah. And, you know, like, how there aren't, like, a closet full of women that are like, oh, me too, you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, like, and, like, I get what people are saying, like, oh, she should have done this or not done this or said that or not said that. I totally get that too, but, like, we all have to be, we all have to hold ourselves, like, accountable Yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And I'm not... I, 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 like, don't know, maybe in, like, a few weeks or months, I'll feel, like, a little clearer on this, but as of right now, I'm, like, you know, I don't, I'm not, like, casting stones at this guy, but, you know, he does need to be responsible and, like, accountable for this, even if it wasn't, even if it was an isolated incident. Yeah, I think, I don't think his career is tarnished. I don't think so And I think he's going to come back from this. But I hope that he uses this to talk about um, uh, I guess just um, tuning I don't know how do I say this like um, I think I think he can learn to be an even better ally. I think so this. too. I think I hope that's the I think opportunity it helps he creates sees. this culture that talks about um, in which, like, fewer people can experience what this woman experienced. Yes. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think that's, like, better sexual education and um, all of that stuff. But I think if he's able to use this to, like, highlight this mistake or highlight this pattern or whatever. This could um, be redemptive. It could be totally redemptive. So okay. I'm really hoping for that. Yeah. Um, okay, great. You know, I think in lieu of the nature of this episode and, you know, the, the time right now, maybe we'll forego the obsessions. I mean, what do you think? Sure. I have one, but yeah. I mean, I have one too, but I kind of want to save it too. Okay. You know, especially, you know, with the intense, like, nature of yeah. this one. You know, maybe, because I think we'd planned on doing one, yeah. and but the more I think about it, the more, like, it would be a bit of a tonal... It, it, the tone would feel weird. Like, and then I watch. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's fine. Um, I think I think people can go to timesupnow.com to that, read You know, why don't we make that our obsession read more today? about 
Timesup.com? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, timesup.com. And then to donate, I think. I forget the um, amount of um, money that they raise in the very short time that they have, you know. Like been around mm-hmm. or since they since uh, their inception. I think they've re- raised like nearly sixteen million. And That's that amazing. Was like Ten days ago, so um, you know, go and be an ally and be supportive and believe women when they when they bravely speak up and let's create a better culture for our children. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we don't have to dedicate another episode to all of this, but I get the feeling that it's not over. Yeah, probably not. I mean, may not even be finished in our lifetime, but hopefully with the work that's being done with Time's Up and, you know, other, you know, great organizations and other, you know, brave uh, women around the world, uh, maybe in the next lifetime, you know, with the work that they're doing, you know, we'll see, like, the fruit of that labor in the next generation. So, um, okay, so remember to uh, review, rate, subscribe on iTunes, like, comment, share on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram at uh, No One Is Listening Podcast. Um, so until next time, guys, uh, you know, take it easy, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. You want to say bye? Bye.